0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Hello, pet parents. This is Michelle Fern, host of Best Bets for Pets on Pet Life Radio. Well, Here's the subject near and dear to my heart, doggy dental treatment. You know, when you take your dog to the dentist, it's expensive. And how do you maintain that? I have a great item that will make it easy to maintain your dog's dental health and keep you sane as well from having to brush teeth all the time, doggy teeth. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: We'll be right back, right after these messages. Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Hi, everyone. I'd like to welcome Roloff Gunz. He is the senior vice president of sales and marketing for Whimsies. Welcome, Roloff. Hello. Good afternoon. I am so excited to have you on Best Bets for Pets. Now, whimsies is a chew treat that aids in the dog's dental upkeep. Can you tell my That's guests right. a bit about that?
3: Yes, we, uh, we produce dental dog treat based on uh, natural ingredients. They're all vegetable-based. And uh, because of the shapes we're using, it's very good for the dog to chew on it and to grab it from the ground. And because of all the sizes and the, uh, the ripples we have on it, it's going between the teeth. So it will take uh, tartar away and pluck, uh, but also will stimulate the gums for the bleeding. And uh, the fiber we use in this product, it's not only for the digestibility of the product, but also to make the bite of the product strong. And next to that, the fiber is polishing the teeth. So it's a, a more or less free function in this fiber.
1: What I think is very, very important about Whimsies is that I tested the product and Mr. Z likes them. Now, listeners of my show know that Mr. Z is on my testing crew for all the products that come to me from from various people for our Best Bets for Pets. And my listeners know he is picky. He's so picky. He's just picky. I don't understand it because he's a larger dog, and I never met a larger dog so picky in taste. The only dental treat that I've seen him, he, he's tried others, but the only one that I've seen him eat and enjoy is Whimsies, which just, I was, to hear. I was thrilled. Now, what is unusual in your product with the taste?
3: Yeah, it's uh, the taste of the product. Of of course, that is uh, it's one of our uh, patents. the The product, the, the granulate we produce as a basic for this product, is US patent, and we have specific natural vegetable products in it, what makes it taste great for the dogs. They eat it really out of your hands and out of the box. It's really unbelievable and. That's also for us. Every day we are excited about it to hear how the consumers react on the product because of the shapes and how the dogs react on it because they love it, they, they eat it, and they. If you come with uh, with a bag of products and there is whimsies in it, they smell it at once and they will ask you, you beg you to to have this product, and that's yeah, that's superb.
1: It's important for one. Well, dental care is important for dogs, and I, you know, spend it's a lot of money to you know have the dogs. Dental care. I know you're joining us from the Netherlands, which is so exciting. In the US, it's about probably about $400 on average to have your dog's teeth cleaned about once Mm -hmm. a year. The other thing to consider is the dog has to be put under while they're cleaning the teeth. So there's two issues there that are, you know, something to think about. Brushing a dog's teeth is always a little challenging because most dogs don't just open their mouth and say, brush away. So my dog is actually, he's like afraid. He doesn't like really like the toothbrush so much. I've tried dental chews recommended from my vet. I've tried other dental chews on the market. And while I don't like to... My listeners know I just really talk about different products. I don't make a huge comparison, so I'm not gonna highlight one or the other, but I will just say that there's never been until now a dental chew that Mr. Z likes. He he eats the whimsies. It's the only one that he likes. So you know, other listeners, if you have a dog that's not doesn't find any of the other chews palatable, whimsies is a good try. You have to try it.
3: That's great news, of course, and that's what we always say is the dog for us is the most important guy because you and I can like it, consumer can like it, but the final one who has to eat this product and uh, have all the benefits of it, it's the dog, of course. So he will always be our main target group or target audience. And what we see all over the world, because we sell selling at this moment in more than 40 countries, also in Australia and in um, New Zealand, where it is normally very difficult to get in with products from outside, But all over the world, the dogs love this product. And that's convinced us that we are on the right track and we have produced the right product with the right ingredients, only limited ingredients, only six, vegetable-based and all natural. There are no enhancers in it, nothing at all. It's all pure, clean, natural product, And I think that's very important because we see it also in our own lives. We like to have good, healthy products. And what we have done, we produce it more or less as a human food uh, very uh, healthy for the for the dog and that's the direction we have chosen and that's the direction we will uh, we'll keep on track.
1: Well, that's great besides you know giving your dog something that's good for his dental care and he likes it's good for him and that's always important.
3: And we will continue that.
1: Now, the shapes are adorable. And I noticed what you meant when you were talking about the shapes and the dental care because the shapes are in, like, the ones I got to sample were in shapes of little dinosaurs and they're rigidy and so forth. And they are easy for the dogs to pick up because I tested on my little dog too. He eats everything though. But so he, of course, he enjoyed the whimsies. How did you decide on the shapes?
3: Our starting, our first product was the alligator and uh, right after that, we came with the hedgehog. What we have done in then, and that's almost 10 years ago, we uh, run some tests on dogs on toys. Which kind of toys do they like very much, which are appealing their attraction? And what we found out is that the hedgehog and the alligator won number one and number two at that moment on the list of choice. So we adapted that idea and we based on that idea in combination with uh, how it was good for the dog for a dental cleaning, we designed these two products. And the next step was, of course, um, uh, the toothbrushes. And also there you see there are a lot of details. There are also the part where you clean your teeth. Normally it's really hair, so to say, so that it is stimulating to go between the teeth. And that's the whole uh, issue in these products based on that fact that it will clean the teeth. But the starting point was uh, looking into what dogs likes to play
1: with. It's very interesting. Now, could you use whimsies in place of brushing the dog's teeth? I don't like brushing my dog's teeth. He's scared of it. So instead, in place of that, could I give him a whimsy tweet?
3: I what I think what I was thinking about is that it's always good to have a combination of the best for the dog is to, to do the utmost to take tongue pluck and tartar away because it's very bad for the dog. And these kind of products will help for that. And if you want to use also a toothbrush, it will also help. So in combination, it's always good to do that.
1: Well, you should still brush the dog's teeth. If you give him the treats, you should still brush the dog's teeth.
3: I think if a dog is used to that, then you could do that.
1: Okay, but Whimsies is also, in addition to brushing, a great way to aid dental health.
3: Yeah, that's for sure.
1: I know that you're in 40 different countries. Um, I'm sure you're in the U.S. Where could listeners find Whimsies?
3: In the U.S., we sell it at all independent pet shops. And we will start also with uh, a chain as uh, Pet Supply Plus, Pet Value, Petco. So we will have a coverage, I think, almost of uh, six, 7,000 stores in the U.S. and Canada.
1: Okay, so Wimsy's is fairly easy to locate. Now, does Wimsy's have a website?
3: Yeah, at this moment, we are working on it. And at the end of this month, the website will be uh, live, so to say. And we started also a Facebook
1: Okay, wonderful. Listeners, you will be able to link to the website when you go on Pet Life Radio onto this segment of the episode. There will be a link to the Whimsies website as well as a picture of the product so you can see the cute little hedgehogs and alligators and toothbrush pictures of Whimsies and there'll be um, a little bit of a description of Whimsies as well. Thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling my listeners all about Whimsies treats for dogs for their dental care
3: it was my pleasure to inform you a little bit more about uh, our product and if there are more questions from your listeners please let me know and we will see how we can respond on that
1: i'd like to thank ralph for coming on best bets for pets and telling my listeners all about whimsies i'd like to thank my testers especially mr z who for once enjoyed his dental treats Mr. Z is super picky. He's so, so picky. But he loved his Whimsies. And you will also be able to find out more on the Whimsy website. That will be also on this episode of the segment that you will be able to, you'll find on Pet Life Radio. I'd like to also thank my producer, Mark Winner, for making me sound great. And my listeners, of course, thank you so much. I would love to hear about your dog's dental shenanigans, or how difficult you have time or ease in brushing your dog's teeth, send it to michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks, everybody. Stay tuned for another great segment of Best Bets for Pets.
0: We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned.
2: You're fine. You're fine. find fantastic deals for our listeners. Go to PetcoDeals.com and get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off hundreds of items at Petco. Deals.com. But but that's not all. Are you
1: talking to me?
2: Get Life Radio Listeners. Try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership Plan free, And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to AudibleDeals.com. That's AudibleDeals.com. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright backings for homes with pets, air muscle, and radio root cycle technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. Go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Back today. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, pet PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com
0: Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life because they're a member of the family. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. dot radio.com
1: Welcome back everyone. Okay, one of those things, one of those ugly little creatures we hate to think about, but we have to. Ticks. They're disgusting, gross. Terrible. We live in fear of them if we have dogs and I think on cats too. I have a solution. You're going to love this great show. I would like to introduce Beth Einbinder. She is the VP of sales at Tick SR. And also, I'd like to introduce Nikki Mustaki. She's an author, dog trainer, and unfortunately has Lyme disease. So she could tell us a little bit more about the human side of what happens if you let those ticks go. Welcome, ladies. Hi, good morning. Let's first talk about ticks. Beth, you know a lot about ticks with tick SR. Let's talk about first because my listeners might not be familiar with tick SR. All I know about it is I used it. I've never seen ticks before. All of a sudden they seem to be popping up. I used it on one of my dogs and this is the first time I've seen a tick in years. And it was like one, two, three, easy, so easy. What is tick SR about and what's important about it?
4: What tick SR does is it breaks the bond between the dog and the tick, and then it also causes the blood supply of the tick. It cuts off the blood supply of the tick, so the tick detaches. Because the most important part with a tick is that you need to remove it as fast as possible. So what this does is by breaking the bond and cutting off the blood supply, the tick just falls off. And that's what you need to do is you need to get ticks off as soon as you can. And with tick SR, you can do that.
1: Nikki, have you used TickSR personally?
4: Yeah, I actually came across TickSR at a pet trade show, and I was very interested in it because I've had Lyme disease for the past two years, and anything tick that I want to know about, and they gave me some samples, but I'm so careful about ticks that I didn't think I had a chance to use them, and I told them that, and then literally two weeks later, there were two ticks on my dog, Pearl, and my dog, Pearl, I know for a fact that's where I got the tick that gave me Lyme today, so I ran for the tick fr and I opened up a packet, and I used it, and like you said, you use it on your dog, it works fantastically. The ticks just fell off. I was able to pull them off without touching them, without my hand going near them, without using my tweezers or something, and it's just a great product.
1: To most people, when they think about ticks, they think about, ugh, you know, either I never see them or I've heard about them, they scare me and they're gross. The little bit I know is that they can get underneath a dog's skin. So Beth. Truth, how do ticks work? How do ticks work to um, injure animals? Okay, so what happens with a tick
4: is that they embed themselves into the host. However, it takes 24 hours for them to be completely embedded. And what happens is that they, they form a glue-like substance. First, they form a glue-like substance between the dog and the tick. Then, after 24 hours, the disease can then penetrate into the dog. So you have. So that is really how it happens. So first, you get the glue that attaches, and they stick on, and then they attach into the host, and that's when the disease can be transmitted.
1: Ugh, that's yuck. Ew, that's all I could think about it. Um, like I said, I've had, I've actually had two experiences. One was before Tick SR that I had to like pull it out. Then the tick jumped on me and I got it out. I don't even, ew, I don't even, just thinking about it gives me the creeps. I don't even know how it jumped or it's just weird. And the other was with Tick SR, which was so simple. You're right. You just put it over, the tick comes out and just you're done. It's so simple. Nikki, you were talking about, we were talking about Lyme disease and so forth. What is Lyme disease and why should we be aware of it?
4: Well, ticks can transmit dozens of diseases to your pet and yourself. And that's the reason why you really want to get these off your pets without touching them because you can also get these diseases. Um, In my case, I actually got six different diseases from this one tick bite. I'm assuming it's from the one tick bite. I know I got Lyme disease disease from that tick, but I actually do a lot of dog rescue. So I've pulled dogs off the street that have like a thousand ticks on them. I mean, really, really gross. And this is prior to having Tick SR. So I would literally sit there for hours and pick ticks off of (laughs) these mongrel street dogs, you know, and I'm happy to do it. But um, now that I have Tick SR, I know that it's going to be a lot simpler in the future and I don't ever want to have my skin near a tick. And that's what TickSR allows you to do. It's just safer.
1: Yeah, it's like a miracle. Now, what was the thought behind developing SR?
4: Well, the thought behind how we actually developed senior we're a chemical company, a pharmaceutical company, and the scientist behind it lived in a very wooded area, and he got a tick on himself. I mean, he came back and he had a tick, and he used it. He came up with this formula, and he saw that the tick detached. And that was the whole idea. And we knew that you have to, what he knew is that you had to remove the tick as soon as possible. And you need to break the bond and get the tick off because otherwise, you know, the longer it's on, the longer it gets engorged. And that's when they just get, I mean, it's that disgusting thing that you're talking about, that big tick. So the whole idea was just to remove this quickly, get it off the skin, and just detach it. That was the. Thought behind
1: it? I mean, in my experience, I don't really take the dogs to dog parks much. I'm not in a wooded area or anything like that. So I was surprised that I found a tick. And I think some people think, like I do, you know, I'm not near the woods, so should I be concerned? I'd like to hear, Beth and Nikki, can you both, um, Beth, why don't you go first? Give me um, your, you know, reply to that. You can get ticks anywhere. I mean,
4: I have to tell you, Nikki's in New York City. You get ticks, and how you get a tick in the middle of the winter in New York City, you know, Nikki's dogs have had it. So it can be anywhere, and even if you use a preventative, you still can get a tick, so they're all over. I mean, we live in a suburban area and the people just walking their dogs through the streets I mean, they're not going through the woods and the ticks come on. They're all over. And now with the deer population, everything getting bigger, and the mild winters, there's ticks everywhere. So it doesn't have to be just a hunter or somebody walking through the woods. They're everywhere. And people, you know, it, it's terrifying. That is correct. I literally still get ticks on the dogs in New York City. I have no idea how that's happening. I literally live two and a half blocks in Times Square, and I get ticks on my dogs. And if that can happen here, it really can happen anywhere.
1: I even live in a place where they spray for these things. But are ticks like fleas where they jump around?
4: They don't really jump around. What they do is they crawl to the end of, uh, like, a blade of grass or in end of shrubbery, and they stand there with their two little front legs out, like stretched out. And then when something brushes by, they crawl on. So they don't want to jump, they just sit there and wait for their prey. And so when a mouse comes by, or a dog, or a deer, or us, they just will grab on, and then they'll kind of crawl around to the perfect place to bite.
1: Nikki, I want to talk more about Lyme disease a bit later, but first about all this information on ticks. What would you say, Beth, is a good way to check your dogs? And then Nikki, if you can let me know also, Beth, after Beth, what's a good way to check? In my mind, I think, well, I should just feel around for my dog, you know, when I pet him or something. But is there a way to check and see if there's a tick on the dog? other than the obvious that they're itching themselves.
4: Um, you really need to, I you mean, know, most people do this. People feel their ticks When you pet your dogs, you can feel them, you know, around the ears. You know, there are certain places, and if you feel a lump on your dog, I mean, that's when you need to investigate it. I mean, you just have to feel around for your dog. I mean, Nikki, do you have any other ideas? But, I mean, the best way is to just pet your dog. Yeah, I mean, it's what I've been doing is I actually go upstate quite a bit now, and I'll go up with the dog sometimes, and I have a, I have two light-colored dogs and one dark-colored dog. So the light-colored dog, there have been times where They've come in from running around, and literally, they will be, like, ticks on her head, and you could just see them. And it's disgusting. They're deer ticks. They're the dangerous kind. With Pearl, I don't see those. So what I've been doing is I take a... You know those roller tape things that you use on your couch? to you get rid of dog hair, cat hair. Like, it's a roller tape. So what I do is I'll just take a roller tape, and I'll just roll it all over her body. And the tick will just come off of the tape. So that's a good way like if you come in from hiking to just immediately do that to your dog before the chick's in bed.
1: No, wait, can you explain that again? What do you do with the roll of tape?
4: Like, you know how they, you have that Tape that goes on a roller and you can peel off the individual tape and then right. you can roll it on your couch, or your clothes, if you have dogs in the shed.
1: Right, like so lint So what tape.
4: you want to do is peel off the roll of tape and just roll it all over, all over your dog when you come in from a hike or come in from the outside. And the ticks will come right off onto that tape because they haven't had a chance to embed. If you give them a chance to embed, then you've got a problem, then you're running for your Tick SR.
1: <laughs> I got it. So that's a good idea. So I think, when you were to describing it, I think it's um, what you use for like lint or or cat hair or yeah, dog hair, yeah.
4: exactly, exactly. So that, that's one way. And then if they're embedded, uh, and you're not going to notice, but the are like, pick them very small, especially the deer Um, The dog ticks are a little bit larger. But what you want to do is just rub your hands all over your dog's body and in between the paws, I've found ticks in between their toes um, and in weird places that you wouldn't imagine they would so be. you just have to really rub your hands all over the dog. And if you feel a little bump or anything strange,
1: turn your and look at that. Wow. It's amazing how you have to just look for them and be aware and, and all of that. Now, Nikki, unfortunately, you caught Lyme disease from a tick bite. What are some of the symptoms of Lyme disease? And, I mean, how did you know you had Lyme disease?
4: Well, I got the tick. I, I had a tick off of my back. It was in February. So how did I get a tick in February in New York City? I don't know. But I, was, I, had, I used to with the dogs in the bed, and I don't anymore. But I guess the it jumped off one of the dogs, because they had a tick protection on them, and I don't have it on me, it got on me. So um, immediately what I got is I got a lot of flu-like symptoms. I thought I had a, a really bad flu. And I think that wasn't just the Lyme disease, because I ended up having six different diseases. So I just was getting bombarded with illness. About three weeks later, I started to feel a little bit better, and I, and then I woke up one morning, and I was paralyzed on my left side and blind, and I could not see. So I couldn't even tell anybody what was going on. So that's how bad disease can get.
1: Wow. Oh, my gosh. Now, how does someone live with Lyme disease and, and you know, to take care of themselves?
4: Three nine months to get diagnosed. And that's actually very quick. I know people that have taken five, ten years to get diagnosed it's a very, very tricky illness. So it took me 9 months and 17 doctors, and finally, doctor number 18 diagnosed it, and I've been on antibiotics and, and herbs and all the other crazy stuff for uh, about 17, 18 months now, and I'm still not well. So it's, it's a really hard thing to get rid of once it really gets into you, like it's gotten into my brain, and it's hard when you have a brain infection, it's very hard for medicine to get into your brain and kill it. So um, people really need to be aware of the ticks in their area. They need to really feel their dogs. They need to get them off their dogs immediately. Dogs also get Lyme disease, as we know and cats do too. So this is the kind of thing where you need to arm yourself with everything possible to make sure that your animals and yourself don't get sick. And that's why I love tickets are so much.
1: Well, it's wonderful that there is a product that's so simple to use. The person who used it was someone in the, actually in the radio office, and I was right by there, it was on one of my dogs, and this is not someone that's good with bugs either. But he said he just put it there, he you know, saw it, that it was one of my products that I brought back from the show, put it on over the tick, and it was like, one, two, three, and first of all, I was amazed that... This person did that because he's not fond of bugs. And it was so simple. It was just so easy. I can't imagine, Nikki, how you got so many ticks off with tweezers because it's. It's disgusting. Yeah. And and I have,
4: I I literally have two hours of videotape of me taking ticks off of my dogs because I had. Prior to finding TickSR, I left my dog with a dog sitter. And again, New York City, I don't know where she took them. I don't know how this happened. But I came back and I pulled like 100 ticks off of my dog with tweezers. Getting getting the ticks on my hand, getting blood on my hands. Ugh. It's it's not good. So you need something. You need a product where you don't have to touch the tick where it's gentle. And the other thing about TickSR is that... When you pull a tick off of tweezers or, and do not ever, ever burn a tick or put Vaseline or olive oil on it, people have all these home remedies. They don't work. And what they do is they irritate the tick. When a tick becomes irritated, it will dump the content of its gut into its victim. So you have the, the chance of getting illness. When you irritate the tick, it's so high. Whereas with Tick SR, and this is the part that I really, really loved about it when I first found it, is that you put it on and it just gently dissolves the glue between the tick and the dog, and it doesn't irritate the tick at all. So your the risk is so much lower.
1: Now, Beth does tick SR once you use it and you just take this small piece, you just of like, a, not paper, but it's a small piece of fabric and you just put it on top of the tick. The product, like you said, works to remove the glue, so to speak, off the tick. Now, once it's there and the tick is not agitated, you can just throw that away anywhere, flush them. How should you dispose of the tick? It's a cotton piece of paper. You know, it's a cotton swab. And what you need to do,
4: you can throw them out. You can also, the tick's a lot. The most important part is that when you use SR, you, the tick, it does not, harm the tick, the tick does not kill the tick. Okay? So what it does, though, because you want to remove the whole tick, and you want to make sure that you remove the whole tick, so by the fact that the tick is alive, you know that you have not left any of its contents, its head, or any part of it into the host, into the dog. So what it would do, you can throw it out, or the other thing you can do is, a lot of people do is they take it to, you can put it in a bag and take it to your vet, and you can be tested as to whether or not the, the tick had Lyme disease. Now, if the tick has come off, and it hasn't been embedded, there's very little chance that the dog has had Lyme disease. However, some people just like to check anyway, just to make sure that there's no that the tick did not have Lyme disease. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I was going to say if you throw the tick away, it's still a lot. You can crawl out of your trash can and yeah. um, take that onto you your nose. So I would just flush it, but uh, what I do with ticks now is I just save them. Just in case there's illness, I save them in the bag. And then if there's any illness in my house or my dog, I can turn that tick to a lab. I just wanted to tell you that the most important part is that, you know, with, and especially with tick SRs, you never have to touch the tick because I'm squirming about with ticks and, and, and other types of bugs and you don't have to touch it, which is really the most important part. And it's not harmful to you. It's not harmful to the human or to the dog. And you don't bother the dog at all when you do this. It's I mean, it feels like a wipe. It's similar to when you would go to a restaurant and you know, have a meal and they, a wipe that you would use at your meal. It doesn't bother the tick. So it doesn't bother the dog at all so it doesn't disturb him. And the dog just sits there and it's very passive and calm. And I mean, I'd even used it on a puppy. It was a Portuguese water dog and the puppy wouldn't sit still, but we were able to put the tick SR on the dog for just a few seconds because the dog was jumping around and we literally, the tick just came off. And, the dog was not the least bit agitated or disrupted, and, you know, it was fast and easy and not, like, pulling at him. When you have to pull at a dog with a tweezers, you know, it really disrupts the dog. The dog is not happy sitting there while you're pinching at him. So this is a much, I mean, it's a much easier, and it's a great option. I mean, and, and you can use it also. The other thing I just want to tell you is that even if you use a preventative, this does not compete with a preventative, because if you use a preventative, it should prevent the dog from getting ticks. However, it's not guaranteed, and the most important part with the tick removal is that you have to remove the tick immediately. Whether you use a preventative or not, you still need to remove the tick.
1: That's a good point about removing the tick and also that you have only a short window of time. What if Once it's past the 24 hours, the tick then is in the dog's system.
4: It can be, yes. It can be. But it could be longer. It can be. I mean, the most important, and tick SR is most effective within the first 24 hours just because the disease would not be transmitted after the 24 hours. You're just not sure as to how engorged it is and how embedded it is. That's the problem. Some people believe that ticks could actually transmit disease as quickly as 45 minutes to three or four hours. So for me, that makes it even more urgent to get the ticks off of my dogs and myself because the transmission potential, you know, they don't really know how quickly it happens.
1: Beth, you mentioned that having a collar, like, you know, a lot of places have flea and tick collars or they're the liquid, you know, that says tick and flea and that kind of, you know, that prevents that. But you said they're not 100% guaranteed. What is about how safe are the dogs with either the collar or the liquid? And why should I be concerned if I, you know, I have a collar on the dog, I have the liquid stuff. Is he really going to get a tick? You can still get a tick. I mean,
4: nothing is 100%. And it's just you need to be prepared. And that, you know, even if, it, if a lot of People choose not to use the preventatives, one, because of the chemicals, two, because they just forget. So and for the, whatever reason, if the preventative does not work or you're not using it, you still need to remove the tick. And what's good about TICSR, what I wanted to add was that, you know, TICSR is something that you can carry in your backpack, in your bag, in your car, so that you're always prepared
1: to remove it. Wonderful. And also, I'm touching the cotton. I'm not touching the solution that's on the other side. Yes, the solution is non-toxic
4: to humans as well as to dogs. There is no harm, and you can use it as often as you'd like. There's not a limitation as to how many times you can use it. Anytime you get a tick, you can put it on. Even if you apply it to something which turns out not to be a tick, whether it's a growth or, you know, it's a cut or something, it's not going to hurt the dog at all, nor will it hurt you to apply it.
1: Okay, wonderful. Thanks. Tick SR is a great product. It's something that, you know, I think it's just something you should have in your house as part of your first aid because it's so simple to use. That's all I can say about it. I mean, it fights up a mean bug and so, so simple to use. And it's a great way to prevent much more potential danger. So Beth, where can my listeners find Tick SR? Just
4: go to our website at um, T-I-C-K dot com. It will list where you can purchase it and tell you all the information you need to know. It will also show Nikki's videos and articles about how important it is to remove a tick.
1: Okay, great. And Nikki, you have said you have video of removing tick. And I know you have a wealth of information on your website about your books and also about some of your, your dog training information. Where can my listeners find out about that?
4: People could just go to com or they can actually go to PetPostpartProject.com, or they can go to com, any of them. And if they want to click on the YouTube buttons there, they'll be able to find some videos about the that I did. That would be the easiest
1: way. Okay, wonderful. Beth and Nikki, thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets. And although we didn't talk about the most pleasant subject, which is ticks, it was so wonderful to have you both on. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks
4: so much, Michelle. Appreciate it.
1: My thanks to Beth and Nikki for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling my listeners all about the dangers of ticks to both humans and their furry friends. Listeners, you can find out more on the episode page of this segment. There will be a link to Nikki Moustaki's website as well as a link to tick. Python SR website and listeners, you know, good information. It's ugh, who wants to, who wants to think about bugs and ticks and fleas, and we don't want to think about them ever, but we need to, to keep our pets safe, to keep us safe. So really important to be aware of this. If you have anyone that lives anywhere, well, like we said in cities and, or in rural areas, the ticks are out there. Please make sure you forward this podcast to them. So they take a listen and get some beneficial information on ticks. I'd also like to thank my crew, especially poor little Nikki, who unfortunately had to test the Tick SR product, which worked fantastic. Made him much happier that it didn't need to be pulled off with the tweezers. And the rest of my crew, keep away from the ticks. <laughs> Hopefully, fingers crossed, they won't ever have any. And a special thanks to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound great. Any questions? please send the line to Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. Thank you again for listening.
0: Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.